Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Wings, Beers, and Tears. Here we are on a beautiful Tuesday night. Let me throw it to my boy, Jerry. How are ye, sir? I am not well. The Caps are taking my soul from me every playoff series. Ah, they tend to do that, don't they? Stay strong, brother. Throw it over to Mr. Jeremy. How are you? Uh, good. Could be better. Uh, we'll Holy be- shit, we sound somber already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, you know. It's years and years of playoff losses. It, hence, the, hence the name of the pod, the gentlemen. Wings, beers, boys. and tears. And that's oh, generally right. what our fandom fucking spirals down to. But, but well, you know what? Why the fuck haven't we had any wings yet? Uh, what because are we, What are we doing? Uh, because we can barely record like without food and distractions, so we'd be a complete disaster. Yeah, I would have ranch dressing dripping yeah, down my chin. There's there's a sink right there. You know, you eat for all on my microphone. And... <laughs> Half the audio would just be covered in ranch dressing. Uh, <laughs> that's a disturbing sound. Please never do that again. So uh, last night we took a took a little gut shot here in the DMV with our uh, with our caps going down. Forcing a game seven, which I believe uh, two weeks ago I predicted would, was going to happen and it was going to be inevitable. Yes, you did. Unfortunately. Um, so let's just get right to the uh, breaking analysis. Um, Jeremy, why don't you start us off? Well, I usually would just go in with, ref, you suck, but it's, there's more to it than that. Boys that didn't quite bring it, played okay. Power play was a complete disaster. You can't just play okay on the road without your power play clicking. And um, it, was, it was a frustrating night because I, I feel like they were a bouncer too from closing it out and making it easier on all of us. Jerry, what are you thinking, brother? I'm thinking when they were up 2-1 two, two, going into the second, I thought that they were going to close it out. Um, I thought that Carolina or the Caps would have the will to crush the windpipe when they had a chance, and they came out flat, bad bounce. Then they find themselves down, and then the goal that was disallowed uh, just killed the spirit. And then at that point, they were just trying to get back on the plane. Um, terrible call. Don't understand. Uh, I mean, you rarely see Ovechkin get that upset, and he was furious. So I tend to believe that there that the trip puck was loose and he tapped it in. But um, Well, we'll get back to that rule in just a second because I, I saw something very interesting on that. Um, but this just goes to show how screwy playoff hockey is. If this was a regular season game, we'd go, oh, fuck that effort, right? Terrible an anomaly doesn't matter but here it was the playoffs game six you're up a game with a chance to close them out and here we were two two in the third with a chance not playing very well you are one bounce away from closing those guys out and breaking their spirit and so everything hinges on every little loose puck every bouncing puck and it seemed like last night caps did not have their a game but they were still right there and poised so i'm not saying by any stretch they should have won they they shouldn't have but it's playoff hockey and it's one game at a time and absolutely anything can happen and so that i think was what was most frustrating um so i think jeremy's looking up the rule now but what i did see today was they uh the nhl sent out an email at the end of the game and cited the rule which said that you could not uh interfere with the goalie's equipment as he's attempting to make a save or cover the puck and the referee deemed that Ovi, you know, hit uh, Mrazic's pad as he was going for the puck. <clears throat> However, it does not say anything about a player not being able to find a loose puck, even if it is around the goalie. There's actually another rule, and it's in that same paragraph, which states the player has every right to go after a loose puck 
and the goalie, you know, it's his job to cover it in his crease. So it was kind of contradictory. Uh, it's typical NHL bullshit. The Caps are on the losing end of it yet again. And it's pathetic that we can just cite so many different instances of us getting, you know, goaltender interference call at the worst possible time. But again, I'm glad it happened in a game that we didn't play that well. We had a game to play with. You don't want to go to a game seven, but technically speaking, we didn't have to win last night. They did. So, you know, tech, technically we're in the driver's seat, but goddamn, does a game seven make me nervous? Yeah, I wasn't looking up the rule. I was looking for Ovi's quote, which I believe was, that's fucking bullshit, man. Um, you <laughs> I know, thought you were looking for Raymond's number so yeah, you can text him. Well, that's the thing. Um, you know, I don't really like to slander people, but I don't think this is slander. Raymond, you're a fucking liar. He's probably listening to us. We're, we're that good. I, if he is, well, I got to give him a lot more credit than I am right now. It's not so, slander if it's true. It, my, my point exactly. Thank you for the legal uh, input. I appreciate that. Again, the referees didn't decide the game last night, but I am tired of watching professional referees who have to make it past a certain threshold in the NHL get these NHL games and look so fucking clueless and stupid when they're going in to analyze a, a replay. I wonder if it would have been different, though, if they would have called it a goal on the ice. And Without question. Replay. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is why his emphatic wave-off made no sense because he didn't even know where the fucking puck was. It wasn't emphatic. That's my problem. He waited three or four seconds after the puck crossed the line. His face was emphatic. Oh, he was emphatic when he confirmed the bullshit call. But, you know, that's the thing. He looked at it. He watched it cross the line. He got yelled at by all the Carolina players. And then he and waved he made it the off. fucking call. Yeah, yeah it was like, there's no way you can wait, wait that long and wave it off for the reason you said. That's bullshit. He at least should have made up the fact that he attempted to blow the whistle or something. And with all that being said, because I agree with everything you just said, we came out after that. You would think we'd be all fired up, like let's we go get the sucked. next one. And the next shift was just dog shit, and you know, absolute dog shit. So you know, you well, got to make your own luck sometimes. They get too. to go home. For some reason, they play better at home. I don't know if it's the uh, last change. I don't know what it is, but they clear the puck better. Uh, the four check seems to be better at home. Um, you know, the DSP spark didn't really go well in Carolina, but they love him at home. So maybe that'll get something going. You got to like the fact that they have never trailed at home all series. So true. if you're playing at home and the last time you played at home, you won 6 nothing. the fact that they have experience, that's going to help. But God damn it, number 92 needs to start playing. I don't know what – I don't know who stole his puppy before the series, but he needs to start skating and finishing and – doing the celly and all that stuff to get everybody pumped up because he is no nowhere. doubt no doubt he's a key last year he was arguably the mvp of the entire playoff run and this year now without oshi i mean you have to have that contribution from a borderline number one center um and and it's just not good enough right now i still think he's hurt um but if he's hurt, maybe give him a different role. Maybe put him with a different pair that, that takes some of the pressure off the physicality. I don't know. Do something different because right now, the first two power plays last night were a goddamn disgrace. It's been – it's. if I see a slingshot one more time, it's going to give me an aneurysm Bing. watching the slingshot and then when they get it in watching Backstrom hold it. I think <laughs> I may shoot my new dog. I'm just – it gets me so upset. But major, major run immediately. Oh, major bites you then. <laughs> Dick. Uh, it's too good. Now, it's, it's frustrating, but I, I must say, despite all this, here we are in round one with, a, with a, a legitimate opponent, and we're going to game seven. Tampa would die for that. Pittsburgh would die for that. Nashville would have died for, for getting the overtime winner last night. So we are the actual last 
division winner still alive in the first round of the playoffs, and that is unprecedented. And the Caps do this every time, with the exception of the uh, the Knights, the Golden Knights. I, you know, they they play to the level of their opponent, and every series is long. It's six or seven games almost every time. I mean, as long as I can remember, I, I, I've been a diehard Caps fan since I was, you know, six, seven years old. It seems like every playoff run we've ever been in has just been painstakingly long. Yeah. So I expect I'm, I'm 65% confident they're going to win um, just because they play better at home than they do on the road. They feed off the energy. And Ovechkin is going to be so pumped up. They have to be able to feed off that. I think Wilson's going to have a big game. I'm hoping. I'm just hoping that the d- defensemen can clear the puck and they can dump the puck down because you know why I say that? Because Alan May says it. And whatever Alan May says, I agree with. You better agree with him. Dump the puck low and then hit him. Agreed. Agreed. Got to get pucks deep. Got to make it simple. Um, but at the same time, I, I don't know. Uh, there's so many different things you can parse it. It's it's the playoffs. It's it's screwy. It's weird. Odd bounces. You see everything that's going on. It's an like I said, an unprecedented year in terms of um, the lower seeds upsetting the favorites. Hey man, we got we we got to get through this round. Just win one round, and then it's a whole new ball game, new I, matchups. I everything. think if they can get past Game Seven, and Jeremy, tell me what you think, and they can just move on, even though the Islanders are fresh. Game one is for the taking. Because the Islanders are going to be fresh and rusty, we've been there, and we've been, we know how to do it. I mean, these guys just they know how to play, and the pressure will be off. So, but you got to get through Game Seven. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they do get through it, Islanders is a completely another series. There's no impact from this series whatsoever in my mind. Tomorrow night, just get pucks deep, get pucks on net, should be okay. All right, so we're going to wrap up our first segment predictions for tomorrow night. Bold predictions. Give me a score. Give me who gets the caps first, and give me one more stat that's just off the wall. If you'd like, I can go first. Go ahead. All right. I think caps win 3-2 in overtime, which is going to be just painful for me. Um, I believe that our first goal is going to come from a grinder, and I think Stevenson has been awful. I think Dowd's been okay. I think DSP is playing over his head, but I think one of those, those fourth-line guys comes through and finds a way. Um, and I think it's an ugly goal, and that kind of sets the tone for the game. The last stat is I think Carolina throws the kitchen sink at Holtby in like the first period, and he, he makes like 22 saves in the first period or something ridiculous like that and keeps us in it. I'm going to go 4 two uh, caps, including an empty netter. My first goal, first goal, I got to go with Backy. Um, crazy stat. I want to go – the, the Caps are actually outshoot Carolina in the first period and be ahead in intermission. Jerry? Whoa. I'm going to go 5-2 Caps with an empty netter. Love it. Uh, I think Carlson gets the first one on the power play. And my crazy stat is DSP will score a grinder-type goal in the second period. Love it. God, I hope all of us are right with our outcome. I really hope mine isn't even remotely close to how it goes down. I'm going to take yours because you've been right all along. Oh, son of a bitch. I'll be passed out before overtime, just (laughs) FNYI. So join us in in segment two where we turn our attention to the NFL draft and our beloved Washington Redskins. Beloved is relative. Burgundy Gold, baby. See you in part two.